Welcome to another blockbuster edition of Sports Arena. I am Emma Zico and I am going to ride you through this roller coaster. On the show today, we will discuss what has been going on in the glass house. The comments, counter comments, reactions and everything that has to do with the contrary renewal of the head coach of Nigeria's senior male national team. 
the super egos. As we all know, a few days ago, the president of Nigeria's Football Federation, Amadou Pinik, made a statement that the attempts and clauses in the new contract that will be presented to Genotro. He said, and I quote, he should live in Nigeria and go around to watch the league matches and see how to nurture the players. He has to be paid in Naira. We will pay him Naira, equivalent of the dollars. We have to strengthen our currency. If he's able to accept, we have a deal. In one week, Ro will get his contract. He should study his contract and come back to us. So give and take, within seven days, he should have his contract. The only thing that can impede the contract is if he refuses some of our new clauses in the contract. I get calls every day from coaches that want to come here. Now that last line, I get calls every day from coaches that want to come here. Is that a threat? Is it a bait? Have they been waiting for Raw to fail and he has refused to fail? Have they been waiting for reasons for him to quit and he has refused to quit? Are there other coaches, other candidates that are better than him that we are looking at? Or they are calling and we want them to come along because we don't want Raw anymore? Uh, now, Raw has something to say on his own. When he was questioned, Mr. Raw said, I can't comment on Penix's comments. All I can say is, since three years, most of my time, I spent in Nigeria already. But when I have to go to see my players, they are all in Europe. Only one is in Nigeria here. Then I had to see my players. I had to meet my players, meet their coaches in the club, their matches to communicate. And I did it all the time. But all the time, I returned to Nigeria. So when I have a look at the past, I spent more time in Nigeria than in Europe. I have other jobs waiting. But I want to continue working with Nigeria. <laughs> Now, now, I didn't see this one coming. Raw is saying there are other people that have also offered him jobs. Amadou Pinik is saying there are people that have also applied for that position. Are we heading for the inevitable? Are we heading to where we know? But let's go back. Since the year 2000 till today, the longest serving manager in our national team has been Steven. Okeshuku Keshi. In 1999-2000, we had uh, John Bonferre Joe had the second season with the Super Eagles. It lasted for two years, from 1999 to 2001. In 2001-2002, that was one year, we had Shaibu Amozu. In 2002, 2002 alone, first season, Ibide was there. 2003-2005, to that's two years, Christian Shuku was there. 2005-2007, two years, Austin Gavon was there. In 2007-2008, one year, we had the German Betty Vox. 2008-2010, that is two years, Shaibu Amodu came back again. 2010, a single year, we had Lars Lagerbeck, the one that led us to that woeful... I don't know, I don't know how to classify that performance, whatever we did in South Africa in 2010. You know, so I got one was the caretaker manager after Lars Lagerbeck left. Steven Okoshiro Kechi came back, or, that was his first thing with us anyways, 2011-2014. That was three years. That was the first time we've had a coach stay with the Super Eagles for three good years since 2000. And that period, 
saw us win trophies. We won the African Cup of Nations. We were becoming a team to be reckoned with. We were a team that people feared. We, we went to the World Cup on the bounce of being the African champions. We were strong enough. We were feared all over the globe. But Stephen Okoshukukashi also had problems with the NFF. They had problems, they had disagreement, they had issues. And then Shabu Amodu came in along the line in 2014 as caretaker manager or as the Super Eagles manager. I don't know what they called him then. But just after one year, Keshi came back. As Keshi came back 2015, he didn't spend more than that 2015. Shabu Amodu took over again, the same 2015. I know they were dancing, they tangling around, doing this, doing that. Some of the finally came back, came to the Super Eagles as our manager. He was our coach from 215 to 216 for just one year. Just when we thought he was giving us an identity. Just when we thought we were going forward, Sondo Lise resigned. Yes, I said it. I said he resigned. You know, resignation is not something you associate with Nigeria. That is not, we, we are, we, it's uncommon to us. It's something we usually don't do. Sondo Lise resigned in 2016. Then Salusi Lisuf took over in 2016 until we got Genotro, the German. Aguero has been our manager from 2016 to 2020. At least his contract is expiring this year. In these three years, he has given us an identity. I think the only problem we have is that we opted now. We don't know our first choice goalkeeper. Every other Nigerian will agree with me that we don't have a first choice goalkeeper. We are still trying to experiment. But Aguero has taken us to African Cup of Nations. We have done well. Yes, relatively, we've done well. In our qualifiers, we don't need calculators anymore. Unlike before, we calculate if this one loses, if this one wins, if this one does this or that. No, Kinoro has given us that stability. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, in the renewal of his contract, we are now having terms and conditions that he has to watch league matches and develop our leagues. I don't think it happens anywhere in the world. Don't get me wrong. I don't think the head coach of the Red Devils, that is the Belgian national team, has to watch the Belgian Pro League to develop the league. I don't think the head coach of the La Furia Royal, that is the Spanish national team, has to watch the Spanish La Liga and develop the Spanish La Liga. Neither does the Les Blues coach or the Azuri coach have to watch the Serie A or the French League on and develop the league. This man is the head coach of the Super Eagles, the national team. He is our coach. He is our manager. He has to do his best for the national team. Yes, he can watch the league, but his job is not to develop the league. He is not here to develop the Nigerian Professional Football League. That is according to some arguments from some sectors. Okay, Some persons are saying, okay, if the league is good enough, he will pick players from there. Okay. If the league is not good enough, he has to pick players from wherever he can get players. What you need is for him to deliver. The national team should deliver. They should do their best. Provided they are Nigerians, provided the 11 players on the pitch, the 22 players, 23 players on the squad are Nigerians, they are doing well, fine and good. Why some? from that? Okay, Listening to comments from Nigerians, they had this to say. Many Nigerians are of different opinions. Some said, according to Peter Ayola, when we contacted him, he said, the terms are not fair. It should not be Ross' responsibility to monitor and nurture the players of the MPFL. Where is that anywhere in the world? The league is not in good shape. 
and I am sure the players are not good enough to make it to the national team. It should be scouts that should take care of that terms. We need to restructure the league before thinking of bringing anyone. The Super Eagles of Nigeria is not an academy for grooming players. It is a place where we cajole the best to play national tournaments. But if Raw agrees with the terms, I feel he will fail in that department. Thereby giving him a lot of work to do, it will be a clearance tax for him. That is Peter Ayala's opinion. Isia Kamadeke said, actually, the way things have been going on in the APFL, where points is acquired by away teams and officiating has been carried out more than expectation, I think when he's gradually monitoring the APFL, APFL games, many good and accurate players will be discovered, and the invitation of players should be based on merit, not biased. Now, Samuel Jesutomi Akindeko said, if he has agreed to the terms, he should work on the home-based players, but sincerely speaking, I don't really see much home-based players coming into the Super Eagles team because NFF have their scout monitoring and eager to bring foreign-based players to the Super Eagles. Now, that takes me back to our discussion before. The problems we've had with our former coaches, most times they complain that players are being imposed on them. This person said you should bring his player. This person said you should put this one, the quota system, the this and this and that. Are we trying to chase Kenos Raw? because he has refused to play to the gallery or are we giving him the terms because we have better players in our home league and we want them to represent us okay welcome back Kenneth Raw has told us that he wants to continue with Nigeria and he is ready to work with the NFF. If, according to the NFF president, Amadou Pinik, there are other persons that are also looking for that job, are they more qualified? Are they better than Genotro? If yes, why don't we just give them the job? Or are we giving you know, the contract based on pity or what he has achieved in the past? If there are more suitable candidates ahead, which I don't really know, I can't think of anyone right now, why don't we just give them the job and let them do it better? Other than giving terms and conditions to someone you know is of lesser quality, if I should say, than the persons that are already applying. And for general saying there are other job offers. If there are other job offers without the terms and conditions, the restrictions they are giving you in Nigeria, why don't you accept it and move on if you don't like us here? So it's neither here nor there. The Super Eagles, we thought, are already getting shape, getting identity, and all of a sudden, the chaos we've run away from all these years is coming back again. All of a sudden, when we thought someone could stay as long as Stephen Keshi, and surpass him by staying for four, five, six years. You know, our fears are coming into reality. How long did uh, Joaquin Love stay with the German national team before they won the World Cup? He stayed for a very, very long time. I think he stayed from 2006 or so till 2014 when they won the World Cup. You know, you, you need to give coaches time. 
we need to stop this rush interim manager interim coaches caretaker manager caretaker will bring us to the Gavon, we bring Shaiba Modu, we bring this we bring that if we have better coaches in nigeria we give them the job it does race is different it doesn't matter irrespective of person's nationality color whatever if Stephen Keshi was good at the job, we should have let him stay. So in case of blessed memory anyway, may he so rest in peace. If Lazagaba was good at his job, of which we all know he failed woefully, we let him go. If Siasia is better, we keep him. If Genro is doing his job, we don't need restrictions on him. I sincerely think we should give him the freedom. But if he is to pick players from the MPFL, the Nigerian Professional Football League, there should be the best legs, and nobody should persuade him. Because if you, for example, if you give someone a job, like, okay, I want you to farm here, I want you to till this place, you know, I want you to make this place, in fact, I don't want you to take care of my farm. All you need to do is you pay the person, you go home, you come back and see the result. It shouldn't bother you, the tractors you use, the... The, if he use a mechanical whatever, if he use uh, human resources, human manpower, whatever, what you need is result. Provided he has, he has given you the desired output. So, basically, basically, I see this as a red flag. I think we are going backwards again. I think we are starting again from scratch. I think the team that has been assembled over the last three years is, I think, it's falling down. If Gennaro Raw leaves, I think from the beginning, the contract should have been studied before giving it out to Gennaro Raw. It shouldn't be now that they want to renew it; they will give him terms and conditions. I pray Gennaro Raw agrees to the terms and conditions because we all want Nigerian football to move forward. We all want Nigeria support to move forward. Okay, thank you so much for your time. And um, I think the next episode will be better than this one. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed it. Good evening, Port Harcourt. Good evening, River State. Good evening, Nigeria. And wherever you are getting this show from, welcome to another blockbuster edition of Sports Arena. I am Emos Zico, and I am going to ride you through this roller coaster. On the show today, we will discuss what has been going on in the glass house, the comments, counter comments, reactions, and everything that has to do with the contrary renewal of the head coach of Nigeria's senior male national team, the Super Eagles. As we all know, a few days ago, the president of Nigeria's Football Federation, Amaju Pinik, made a statement that the attempts and clauses in the new contract that will be presented to Genotro. He said, and I quote, he should live in Nigeria and go around to watch the league matches and see how to nurture the players. He has to be paid in Naira. We will pay him Naira, equivalent of the dollars. We have to strengthen our currency. If he's able to accept, we have a deal. In one week, Ro will get his contract. He should study his contract and come back to us. So give and take, within seven days, he should have his contract. The only thing that can impede the contract is if he refuses some of our new clauses in the contract. I get calls every day from coaches that want to come here. Now that last line, 
I get calls every day from coaches that want to come here. Is that a threat? Is it a bait? Have they been waiting for Raw to fail and he has refused to fail? Have they been waiting for reasons for him to quit and he has refused to quit? Are there other coaches, other candidates that are better than him that we are looking at? Or they are calling and we want them to come along because we don't want Raw anymore? Uh, now, Raw has something to say on his own. When he was questioned, Mr. Raw said, I can't comment on Penix's comments. All I can say is, since three years, most of my time, I spent in Nigeria already. But when I have to go to see my players, they are all in Europe. Only one is in Nigeria here. Then I had to see my players. I had to meet my players, meet their coaches in the club, their matches to communicate. And I did it all the time. But all the time, I returned to Nigeria. So when I have a look at the past, I spent more time in Nigeria than in Europe. I have other jobs waiting, but I want to continue working with Nigeria. <laughs> now, now I didn't see this one coming. Raw is saying there are other people that have also offered him jobs. Amaji Pinnick is saying there are people that have also applied for that position. Are we heading for the inevitable? Are we heading to where we know we Let's go back. Since the year 2000 till today, the longest serving manager in our national team has been Steven Okeshuku Keshi. In 1999 2000, we had uh, John Bonfrey Joe, Joe had the second century with the Super Eagles. He lasted for two years, from 1999 to 2001. In 2001 2002, that was one year we had Shaibu Amozu. In 2002, 2002 alone, first was there. 2003 to 2005, that's two years, Christian Chuku was there. 2005 to 2007, two years, Austin A. Gavon was there. In 2007 and 2008, one year, we had the German Betty Vox. 2008 to 2010, that's two years, Shaibu came back again. 2010, a single year, we had Lars Lagerbeck, the one that led us to that woeful, I don't know, I don't know how to classify that performance, whatever we did in South Africa in 2010. You know, so I got one was the caretaker manager after Las Lagerdeba left. Stephen Okoshuku Keshi came back. Or, that was his first thing with us anyways, 2011 to 2014. That was three years. That was the first time we've had a coach stay with the Super Eagles for three good years since 2000. And that period saw us win trophies we won the african cup of nations we were becoming a team to be reckoned with we were a team that people feared we we went to the world cup on the bounce of being the african champions we were strong enough we were feared all over the globe but Stephen also had problems with the nff they had problems they had disagreement they had issues and then shabu amodu came in along the line in 2014 as caretaker manager or as the Super Eagles manager, I don't know what they called him then. But just after one year, Keshi came back. As Keshi came back, 2015, he didn't spend more than that 2015. Shoeba took over again, the same 2015. I know they were dancing, they tangling around, doing this, doing that. Some of the finally came back, came to the Super Eagles as our manager. He was our coach from 2015 to 2016 for just one year. Just when we thought he was giving us an identity. Just when we thought we were going forward, Sondoli resigned. Yes, I said it. I said he resigned. You know, resignation is not something you associate with Nigeria. 
That is not we we are we is uncommon to us. It's something we usually don't do. Sunday Oli said resigned in 2016. Then Salisu took over in 2016 until we got Genotro, the German. Now Genotro has been our manager from 2016 to 2020. At least his contract is expiring this year. In these three years, he has given us an identity. I think the only problem we have is that we opt in now. We don't know our first choice goalkeeper. Every other Nigerian will agree with me that we don't have a first choice goalkeeper. We are still trying to experiment. But Genero has taken us to African Cup of Nations. We have done well. Yes, relatively, we've done well. In our qualifiers, we don't need calculators anymore. Unlike before, we calculate if this one loses, if this one wins, if this one does this or that. No, Genero has given us that stability. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, in the renewal of his contract, we are now having terms and conditions that he has to watch league matches and develop our leagues. I don't think it happens anywhere in the world. Don't get me wrong. I don't think the head coach of the Red Devils, that is the Belgian national team, has to watch the Belgian Pro League to develop the league. I don't think the head coach of the La Furia Royal, that is the Spanish national team, has to watch the Spanish La Liga and develop the Spanish La Liga. Neither does the Les Blues coach or the Azuri coach have to watch the Serie A or the French League on and develop the league. This man is the head coach of the Super Eagles, the national team. He is our coach. He is our manager. He has to do his best for the national team. Yes, he can watch the league. But his job is not to develop the league. He is not here to develop the Nigerian Professional Football League. That is according to some arguments from some sectors. Okay, Some persons are saying, okay, if the league is good enough, he will pick players from there. Okay, If the league is not good enough, he has to pick players from wherever he can get players. What he needs is for him to deliver. The national team should deliver. They should do their best. Provided they are Nigerians, provided the 11 players on the pitch, the 22 players, 23 players on the squad are Nigerians, they are doing well, fine and good. Why some from that? Okay, listening to comments from Nigerians, they had this to say. Many Nigerians are of different opinions. Some said, according to Peter Ayola, when we contacted him, he said, the terms are not fair. It should not be Ross' responsibility to monitor and nurture the players of the MPFL. Where is that going anywhere in the world? The league is not in good shape, and I am sure the players are not good enough to make it to the national team. It should be scouts that should take care of that terms. We need to restructure the league before thinking of bringing anyone. The Super Eagles of Nigeria is not an academy for grooming players. It is a place where we cajole the best to play national tournaments. But if Raw agrees with the terms, I feel he will fail in that department, thereby giving him a lot of work to do. It will be a clearance tax for him. That is Peter Ayala's opinion. Isia Kamadeke said, actually, the way things have been going on in the APFL, where points is acquired by away teams and officiating has been carried out more than expectation, I think when he's gradually monitoring the APFL, APFL games, many good and accurate players will be discovered, and the invitation of players should be based on merit, not biased. Now, Samuel, Jesus told me Akindeko said, if he has agreed to the terms, he should work on the home base players. But sincerely speaking, I don't really see 
much home-based players coming into the Super Eagles team because NFF have their scout monitoring and eager to bring foreign-based players to the Super Eagles. Now, that takes me back to our discussion before. The problems we've had with our former coaches, most times they complain that players are being imposed on them. This person said you should bring his player. This person said you should put this one, the quota system, the this and this and that. Are we trying to chase Genos Raw because he has refused to play to the gallery? Or are we giving him the terms because we have better players in our home league and we want them to represent us? Okay, welcome back. Kenneth Raw has told us that he wants to continue with Nigeria and he is ready to work with the NFF. If, according to the NFF president, Amadou Penik, there are other persons that are also looking for that job, are they more qualified? Are they better than Kenneth Raw? If yes, why don't we just give them the job? Or are we giving you know, Raw the contract based on pity or what he has achieved in the past? If there are more suitable candidates ahead, which I don't really know, I can't think of anyone right now, why don't we just give them the job and let them do it better? Other than giving terms and conditions to someone you know is of lesser quality, if I should say, than the persons that are already applying. And for Genero saying there are other job offers. If there are other job offers without the terms and conditions, the restrictions they are giving you in Nigeria, why don't you accept it and move on if you don't like us here? So it's neither here nor there. The Super Eagles, we thought, are already getting shape, getting an identity, and all of a sudden, the chaos we've run away from all these years is coming back again. All of a sudden, when we thought someone could stay as long as Stephen Keshi and surpass him by staying for four, five, six years, you know, our fears are coming into reality. How long did uh, Joaquin Love stay with the German national team before they won the World Cup? He stayed for a very, very long time. I think he stayed from 2006 or so till 2014 when they won the World Cup. You know, you, you need to give coaches time. We need to stop this rush. Inter, interim manager, interim coaches, caretaker manager, caretaker. We bring us uh, Gavon, we bring Shweba Modu, we bring this, we bring that. If we have better coaches in Nigeria, we give them the job. It does, race is different. It doesn't matter. Irrespective of person's nationality, color, whatever. If Stephen Keshi was good at the job, we should have let him stay. So in case of blessed memory anyway, may you so rest in peace. If Lazagaba was good at his job, of which we all know he failed woefully, we let him go. If Siasia is better, we keep him. If Roy is doing his job, we don't need restrictions on him. I sincerely think we should give him the freedom. But if he is to pick players from the MPFL, the Nigerian Professional Football League, there should be the best legs and nobody should persuade him because if you for example if you give someone a job like okay i want you to farm here i want you to till this place you know i want you to make this place 
in fact i don't want you to take care of my farm all you need to do is you pay the person you go home you come back and see the result it shouldn't bother you the tractors he use the the if he use a mechanical whatever if he use uh, human resources human manpower whatever what you need is result provided he has he has given you the desired output so basically basically i see this as a red flag i think we are going backwards again i think we are starting again from scratch i think the team that has been assembled over the last three years is i think it's falling down if Gennaro raw leaves i think from the beginning the contract should have been studied before giving it out to Genetro. It shouldn't be now that they want to renew it, they will give him terms and conditions. I pray Genetro agrees to the terms and conditions because we all want Nigerian football to move forward. We all want Nigerian football to move forward. Okay, thank you so much for your time. And um, I think the next episode will be better than this one. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed it. Good evening, Port Harcourt. Good evening, River State. Good evening, Nigeria. And wherever you are getting this show from, welcome to another blockbuster edition of Sports Arena. I am Emma Zico, and I am going to ride you through this roller coaster. On the show today, we will discuss what has been going on in the glass house. The comments, counter comments, reactions, and everything that has to do with the contrary renewal of the head coach of Nigeria's senior male national team, the Super Eagles. As we all know, a few days ago, the president of Nigeria's football federation, made a statement that the attempts and crosses in the new contract that will be presented to Kenneth he said that I quote, he should live in Nigeria and go around to watch the big matches and see how he can the players. He has to be paid in Nigeria. We will pay him Nigeria, equivalent of dollars. We have to strengthen our currency. If he's able to accept, we have a deal. In one week, Ro will get his contract. He should study his contract and come back to us. So give and take, within seven days, he should have his contract. The only thing that can impede the contract is if he refuses some of our new clauses. I get calls every day from coaches that want to come. And that last I get calls every day from coaches that want to come. Is that a threat? Have they been waiting for Rod to fail and he has refused to fail? Have they been waiting for a reason for him to quit and he has refused to quit? Are there other coaches, other candidates that are better than him that we are looking at? Or they are calling and we want them to come along because we don't want Raw anymore. Uh, now, Raw has something to say. When he was 15, Mr. Raw said, I can't comment on those comments. All I can say is, since two years, most of my time, I spent in Nigeria, right? But when I have to go to see my parents, they are all in Europe. Only one. Then I have to see my players. I have to see my players. I have to see my players. all the time, I return to Nigeria. So when I have to go to the past, I 
Western Europe and in Nigeria than in Europe. Ask other jobs but I want to continue working with Nigeria. <laughs> Now, now, I didn't see this one coming. Raw is saying there are other people that have also offered him jobs. Amaji Pinnick is saying there are people that have also applied for that position. Are we heading for the inevitable? Are we heading to where we know? But let's go back. Since the year 2000 till today, the longest serving manager in our national team has been Steven. Okeshuku Keshi. In 1999-2000, we had uh, John Bonferre Joe at the West Ham. Bonferre Joe had the second season with the Super Eagles. It lasted for two years, from 1999 to 2001. In 2001 to 2002, that was one year, we had Shaibu Amozu. In 2002, 2002 alone, first season on EBD was there. 2003 to 2005, that's two years. Christian Shuku was there. 2005 to 2007, two years. Austin in 2007 and 2008, one year, we had the German Betty Vox. 2008-2010, that is two years. Shaibu came back again. 2010, a single year, we had Lars Lagerbeck. That's the one that led us to that woeful... I don't know. I don't know how to classify that performance, whatever we did in South Africa in 2010. You know, so our was the caretaker manager after Lars Lagerbeck left. Steven Okoshukechi came back. Or, that was his first thing with us, anyways. 2011-2014. That was three years. That was the first time we've had a coach stay with the Super Eagles for three good years since 2000. And that period saw us win trophies. We won the African Cup of Nations. We were becoming a team to be reckoned with. We were a team that people feared. We, we went to the World Cup on the bounce of being the African champions. We were strong enough. We were feared all over the globe. But Steven Okoshukukashi also had problems with the NFF. They had problems. They had disagreement. They had issues. And then Shabu Amodu came in along the line in 2014 as caretaker manager or as the Super Eagles manager. I don't know what they called him then. But just after one year, Keshi came back. As Keshi came back 2015, he didn't spend more than that 2015. Shabu Amodu took over again the same 2015. I know they were dancing, they tangling around, doing this, doing that. Sunday Lise finally came back, came to the Super Eagles as our manager. He was our coach from 215 to 216 for just one year. Just when we thought he was giving us an identity. Just when we thought we were going forward, Sondo Lise resigned. Yes, I said it. I said he resigned. You know, resignation is not something you associate with Nigeria. That is not, we, we are, we, it's uncommon to us. It's something we usually don't do. Sondo Lise resigned in 2016. Yes, Salusu took over in 2016 until we got Genotro, the German. Aguero has been our manager from 2016 to 2020. At least his contract is expiring this year. In these three years, he has given us an identity. I think the only problem we have is that we opt in now. We don't know our first choice goalkeeper. Every other Nigerian will agree with me that we don't have a first choice goalkeeper. We are still trying to experiment. But Aguero has taken us to African Cup of Nations. We have done well. Yes, relatively, we've done well. In our qualifiers, we don't need calculators anymore. Unlike before, we calculate if this one loses, if this one wins, if this one does this or that. No, Kinoro has given us that stability. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, in the renewal of his contract, we are now having terms and conditions that he has to watch league matches and develop our leagues. I don't think it happens anywhere in the world. 
don't get me wrong, I don't think the head coach of the Red Devils, as the Belgium national team, has to watch the Belgian Pro League to develop the league. I don't think the head coach of the La Furia Royal, that is the Spanish national team, has to watch the Spanish La Liga and develop the Spanish La Liga. Neither does the Les Blues coach or the Azuri coach have to watch the Serie A or the French League on and develop the league. This man is the head coach of the Super Eagles, the national team. He is our coach. He is our manager. He has to do his best for the national team. Yes, he can watch the league, but his job is not to develop the league. He is not here to develop the Nigerian Professional Football League. That is according to some arguments from some sectors. Okay, Some persons are saying, okay, if the league is good enough, he will pick players from there. Okay, If the league is not good enough, he has to pick players from wherever he can get players. What he needs is for him to deliver. The national team should deliver. They should do their best. Provided they are Nigerians, provided the 11 players on the pitch, the 22 players, 23 players on the squad are Nigerians, they are doing well, fine and good. Why some from that? Okay, listening to comments from Nigerians, they had this to say. Many Nigerians are of different opinions. Some said, according to Peter Ayola, when we contacted him, he said, the terms are not fair. It should not be Ross' responsibility to monitor and nurture the players of the MPFL. Where is that anywhere in the world? The league is not in good shape, and I am sure the players are not good enough to make it to the national team. It should be scouts that should take care of that terms. We need to restructure the league before thinking of bringing anyone. The Super Eagles of Nigeria is not an academy for grooming players. It is a place where we cajole the best to play national tournaments. But if Raw agrees with the terms, I feel he will fail in that department. Thereby giving him a lot of work to do, it will be a clearance tax for him. That is Peter Ayala's opinion. Isia Kamadeke said, actually, the way things have been going on in the APFL, where points is acquired by away teams and officiating has been carried out more than expectation, I think when he's gradually monitoring the APFL, MPFL games, many good and accurate players will be discovered, and the invitation of players should be based on merit, not biased. Now, Samuel, Jesse Tommy Akindeko said, if he has agreed to the terms, he should work on the home-based players, but sincerely speaking, I don't really see much home-based players coming into the Super Eagles team, because NFF have their scout monitoring and eager to bring foreign-based players to the Super Eagles. Now, that takes me back to our discussion before. The problems we've had with our former coaches, most times they complain that players are being imposed on them. This person said you should bring his player. This person said you should put this one, the quota system, the this and this and that. Are we trying to chase Kenos Raw because he has refused to play to the gallery? Or are we giving him the terms because we have better players in our home league and we want them to represent us. Okay, welcome back. Kenneth Raw has told us that he wants to continue with Nigeria and he is ready to work with the NFF. 
if according to the nff president amadu Pinnick, there are other persons that are also looking for that job are they more qualified are they better than genotro if yes why don't we just give them the job or are we giving you know, the contract based on pity or what he has achieved in the past if there are more suitable candidates ahead which i don't really know i can't think of anyone right now why don't we just give them the job and let them do it better other than giving terms and condition to someone you know is of lesser quality if i should say than the persons that are already applying and for general saying there are other job offers if there are other job offers without the terms and conditions the restrictions they are giving in nigeria why don't you accept it and move on if you don't like us here so it's neither here nor there the super egos we thought are already getting shape getting identity and all of a sudden the chaos we've run away from all these years is coming back again all of a sudden when we thought someone could stay as long as Stephen Keshi and surpass him by staying for four, five, six years, you know, our fears are coming into reality. How long did uh, Joaquin Love stay with the German national team before they won the World Cup? He stayed for a very, very long time. I think he stayed from 2006 or so till 2014 when they won the World Cup. You know, you, you need to give coaches time. We need to stop this rush. Interim manager, interim coaches, caretaker manager, caretaker. We bring us to Gavon, we bring Shweba Modu, we bring this, we bring that. If we have better coaches in Nigeria, we give them the job. It does Race is different. It doesn't matter. Irrespective of person's nationality, color, whatever. If Stephen Keshi was good at the job, we should have let him stay. So in case of blessed memory anyway, may you so rest in peace. If Lazagaba was good at his job, of which we all know he failed woefully, we let him go. If Siasia is better, we keep him. If Genro is doing his job, we don't need restrictions on him. I sincerely think we should give him the freedom. But if he is to pick players from the MPFL, the Nigerian Professional Football League, there should be the best legs and nobody should persuade him because if you for example if you give someone a job like okay i want you to farm here i want you to till this place you know i want you to make this place in fact i don't want you to take care of my farm all you need to do is you pay the person you go home you come back and see the result it shouldn't bother you the tractors he use the the if he use mechanical whatever if you use uh, human resources human manpower whatever what you need is result provided he has, he has given you the desired output so basically basically i see this as a red flag i think we are going backwards again i think we are starting again from scratch i think the team that has been assembled over the last three years it's, I think it's falling down. If Gennos Raw leaves, I think from the beginning, the contract should have been studied before giving it out to Gennos Raw. It shouldn't be now that they want to renew it, they will give him terms and conditions. I pray Gennos Raw agrees to the terms and conditions. 
because we all want Nigerian football to move forward. We all want Nigerian football to move forward. Okay, thank you so much for your time, and um, I think the next episode will be better than this one. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed it. Good morning and welcome to today's episode of the Health Matters Show. On the show today, we will be discussing about the global pandemic, the novel coronavirus disease. My name is Amos Eni. Welcome once again. We will be back shortly. Welcome back. The coronavirus, firstly, is a virus that was first discovered in the city of Wuhan in China around October, December 2019. There have been rumors and debates about the origin of the deadly virus, if it is a laboratory-created virus or a natural virus gotten from bats, as has first claimed. Currently, as of today, being the 23rd day of April 2020, there are 2,665,122 confirmed cases and 727,170 of those people have recovered with over 185,494 deaths globally. Our dear country, Nigeria, recorded her first case on the 24th of February, 2020. And today, we have 873 confirmed cases. 197 have recovered and sadly 28 persons have passed away including the chief of staff to the president of nigeria malam abakari the state with the most confirmed cases remains lagos with 504 followed by the fct with 119 and kanu in third with 73. need i remind you that kanu recorded its first case less than a week ago that brings us to this segment of the discussion how to combat the virus there are five basic preventive measures to take in combating the coronavirus first stay home as much as you can stay at home as much as you can secondly keep a safe distance social distancing stay away from large crowds thirdly wash hands often Wash your hands either with hand sanitizer or running water with soap as often as you can, if possible, 20 minutes time. Thirdly, fourth, cover your face when you cough. Cover your cough, cover your sneeze, cough to your elbow. And five, if you feel sick, make a call. If there is fever, tiredness or dry cough, these are some of the symptoms of the virus. If you feel tired, if you have fever if you think you have cough you know dry cough you contact a doctor make a call i made this podcast to help sensitize the public especially the ignorant or inexposed ones and create awareness about the dangers of this virus creating this podcast has made me discover that it is not really that difficult to help people and above all I can do better than I think I can on air. And with this podcast, 
I think I have to put more effort and rediscover my talent in helping people do things ordinarily they wouldn't be able to do on their own. Thank you very much for listening. I hope this has helped you a lot. Do have a great day. Good morning and welcome to today's episode of the Health Matters Show. On the show today, we will be discussing about the global pandemic, the novel coronavirus disease. My name is Amos Eni. Welcome once again. We will be back shortly. Welcome back. The coronavirus, firstly, is a virus that was first discovered in the city of Wuhan in China around October, December 2019. There have been rumors and debates about the origin of the deadly virus, if it is a laboratory-created virus or a natural virus gotten from bats, as has first claimed. Currently, as of today, being the 23rd day of April 2020, there are 2,665,000 122 confirmed cases and 727,170 of those people have recovered with over 185,494 deaths globally. Our dear country Nigeria recorded her first case on the 24th of February 2020 and today we have 873 confirmed cases, 197 have recovered and sadly 28 persons have passed away, including the Chief of Staff to the President of Nigeria, Malam Abakari. The state with the most confirmed cases remains Lagos with 504, followed by the FCT with 119 and Kanu in third with 73. Need I remind you that Kanu recorded its first case less than a week ago. That brings us to this segment of the discussion. How to combat the virus. There are five basic preventive measures to take in combating the coronavirus. First, stay home as much as you can. Stay at home as much as you can. Secondly, keep a safe distance. Social distancing. Stay away from large crowds. Thirdly, wash hands often. Wash your hands either with hand sanitizer or running water with soap as often as you can. If possible, 20 minutes time. Thirdly, fourth, cover your face when you cough. Cover your cough. Cover your sneeze. Cough to your elbow. And five, if you feel sick, make a call. If there is fever, tiredness or dry cough these are some of the symptoms of the virus if you feel tired if you have fever if you think you have cough you know dry cough you contact a doctor make a call i made this podcast to help sensitize the public especially the ignorant or inexposed ones and create awareness about the dangers of this virus Creating this podcast has made me discover that it is not really that difficult to help people. And above all, I can do better than I think I can on air.
And with this podcast, I think I have to put more effort and rediscover my talent in helping people do things ordinarily they wouldn't be able to do on their own. Thank you very much for listening. I hope this has helped you a lot. Do have a great day.